It's 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 little Fred. <laughs> <laughs> So your your voice sounds deeper. Boom. Look at that. Yeah. This is our first episode of a podcast that my friend here, Unicorn, a.k.a. John Hatchett, said, you know what we should do? We should do a podcast. Well, that's because we have so much fun riding on the back of the groups, making fun of Talking everybody. Shit, we're like, right? we're like, ah, oh, let's get them into the studio and do it in front of their face. <laughs> I know that at least we entertain ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Now, uh, so, so why not the cycling community? Well, now I know why you invited me. Yeah. <laughs> um, we thought we're funny. So why not make a captive audience? We're going to talk about, first of all, if you learn anything from listening to this, the joke's on you. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably won't learn much. Right. No. But, no, no. Well, maybe some good TV series. Mm, yeah, Since right. the virus has been going on, we've kind of turned to the, uh, the women's side. We show up to coffee rides, and our first thing we talk about is, hey, what series are you watching right now? That yeah, is who's true. binge, binge watching what right now? Right? <laughs> right? right. My favorite's Rick and Morty at this point. <laughs> so here we are for anyone who doesn't is out of the area we're in southern california we're in santa clarita valencia and uh john is a pretty accomplished i'd say cyclist right keep, yeah keep going, yeah. Go okay, on. keep going. <laughs> i don't i don't necessarily have the race resume here but right uh, let me tell you more about me <laughs> yeah let me, let me tell you about yourself but uh, anyhow so obviously we're southern california based <clears throat> And uh, we're starting to have some fun group rides. We have our Tuesday night world championship ride. We just finished up our, our Saturday ride, which I'm, I personally call the McRib ride. I not many people are on board calling it the McRib ride. I labeled it McRib ride on Strava today. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. Uh, yep. Yeah. My, uh, my two cents, which might be worth zero. Uh, I like the McRib, McRib ride, ride, ride. I gotta, yeah. yeah, I'm starting over my words, but yes, McRib ride. And I thought today was, uh. There's a little underground. We can't call it a road race. We have to call it a challenge. Tomorrow, so a lot of guys and gals uh, were kind of taking it easy. And so it was my opportunity to call what I call boiling a frog at the front, slightly <laughs> raising the tempo. And your little buddy, I don't know if you saw this uh, unicorn, but your little buddy took third in the sprint. I, the, I did see that. I did see that. Because I did for, get a nice lead out from our special guest today. Yeah. And for a split second there, I thought you actually had it. No, no, no. I thought but you did too. Because I was when looking, I pulled off, I was like, dude, you better. I, fucking, I, I dropped the gauntlet to get there. I, I was looking at the wrong side. And unfortunately, it was another uh, hundred yards around the bend. See, I knew that. That's why. I, well, you went a little early. Well, I heard. Well, I heard you say. Uh, I I thought you said Fred. Let's go. Yeah, I did. Okay. I, I said. And I thought, man, that's that's early. And so I got on, and uh, yeah, I kind of blew it just to stay on your wheel. And then um, Minnie Mouse and Byron. Yeah. B yeah. Well, it's, all, it's well. The fun part about it is it's uh, it's practicing timing. You know, you always. Yeah. I'm a big firm believer in, in all the years of uh, my racing. It's uh, train like you race. You know, you get to practice that stuff. Because when you practice it in a race, you're done. Yeah, yeah and I, I feel like I have hmm. that sprint kind of dialed in. I can't figure out. The two sprints I can't figure out is the Tuesday Night World Championship. I can't figure where to go on that one. Mm -hmm. And um, Usually you just go to the front and you go hard. <laughs> 
I'm not a sprinter, I but that's kind. I wouldn't know what that's I'm like. I'm not a sprinter, but that's kind of what I figured. Well, that's from the old, that, that's the old saying in uh, <laughs> like Midwestern, and especially uh, for a guy who's not a sprinter who did a lot of uh, velodrome racing in the Midwest, it was uh, when in doubt, lead it out. There you right? go. There you go. And then I can't figure out uh, the sprint to the tracks necessarily. I, I did a hail mary today, and um, I knew it wouldn't work. But yeah, some. Anyway. Well, it's. Being the probably the oldest guy with the most race experience in the group, um, you know, I learned a, a precious I think, trick. I think John got you by ten years on the yeah. age. Right? <laughs> well, definitely an age, but I mean, racing license age, right? There's two oh, specs, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. no. We're just talking age. Yeah, how no. We, John's an infant when it comes to we, holding a racing license compared to me. I mean, how do, he's. Just, how do we turn down that mic on that side? Um, okay. am I yelling too? <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, hey, let's get into this. So, yeah. I met you about, phew, it must have been 10, I'll tell you. 10 or 12 years ago, you were still riding for Pasadena. Well, it, oh, okay. So, it was Pasadena. Yeah. Well, because it's sort of funny. You and I connecting to the dots in our past. I remember uh, Greg Menania. This was probably 2012. And uh, Mike Marks just started Spy. Spy, yes. Yeah. And Greg's like, hey, there's a dude in your neighborhood. So, Menania called me up briefly. He's like, hey, uh, MMX is doing uh, the spy thing. I, you know, I know you want to get back to race. So I had taken some years off of my racing because the kids' responsibility, right. right? You know, like all of us. We'll um, get, we're going to get to that too. Hold on, so, when did you start racing? Your when did you start racing a bicycle? I started racing a bicycle in end of '93. How old were you? Twenty. I'm 47 now, so I, I, I'm terrible at math. Okay. If math has a comma in it. I quit. Um, <laughs> so it, my racing license this year is 27 years old. Wow. Yeah, so I started um, racing. Uh, r- racing was very strange how I got into racing. I think you know. I think the unique thing about how <clears throat> our sport connects the dots in, in community is there's people of all kinds of uh, uh, backgrounds, races, creed, culture, etc. So how I got into it, I, I was actually living in a boys' home, uh, going to school, sort of like a foster care program, and of all people, um, Paul Clay, Bill Clay's dad. Uh, and Bill Clay was uh, a Midwestern rider who was always kind of second. It was the Nothstein era, you know, and Marty's, you know, the biggest track. He's only, he's only been riding a couple of years. He doesn't okay, so, go ahead. Well, Marty, <laughs> so to get in, well, I don't think you want to turn this into a cycling history lesson, but um, Marty Nothstein, anyway, uh, a huge star on the track. Um, Bill Clay was always that guy that's perennial second. Anyway, his dad came and being a kind of a foster kids in a youth program, not a juvie home, but a, a foster program, mentored and just happened one of the... The local people that volunteered uh, said, "Hey, well, that kid likes to ride a bike." And I became—I was a bike messenger at the time. I just—I uh, yeah, yeah. just got out yeah. of high school. Um, I was going to—I um, had a parcel, excuse me, scholarship to the Art Institute of Chicago, and I just for had dan- pay- was that for dance. Uh, uh, so <laughs> right, <laughs> your kind of art, my friend. <laughs> right, no, not concrete shoes. Um, it felt like concrete shoes, but I just had to feed myself. So being an artist, and I don't have family. Yeah. Um, so. I was a bike messenger, long story short, Bill Clay invited me out to Northbrook, and I went out, and uh, it happened to be, actually, I still have the t-shirt, it's so funny, I think it's the 1992 Northbrook Annual Clinic, so it had Mark Orski there, Connie Young, Roger Young, uh, Christian was there as a baby, Vandeveld. Yeah, you're going way back. Yeah, so so anyway, um, just as a citizen, I, I just did a bunch of hot laps and lapped the field, and Mark Orski and Bill Clay pulled me aside, and Paul... And kind of knew my background, and they actually gave me a Panasonic team bike. And they said, if you show up here every week, 
you know, we'll let you ride that bike. So for me, it was actually, believe it or not, a way to make money because I was a bike messenger. Yep. I was broke. I don't have family. And, That's awesome. And so I had to kind of like, I was hungry, right? So um, it, so that commitment to go to the track. And so I learned a lot of stuff on the track. And then long story short, uh, so my very first, which got me into bike racing immediately. And so within like probably two years, actually, because I'd be, you know, you know, you're a kid, you don't know what you're, so I didn't fall into yeah. bike racing like a lot of people did. So I came in very late. So that, so that's how I got into bike racing. But back to, you know, how you and I connected to right. Unicorn is, um, what you call it, uh, probably going back to 2012 or you were riding we started, for Cal Pools, right? Yep. And then we started Spy. Yep. So Spy and then, um, where'd See, you? I had this whole thing, which <clears throat> I feel bad. We're not officially introducing our guest, right? So Go ahead. Well, goddammit, do your job. Fucking for 14 sake. career wins. 2018 state champion, TTT. Founder of Hit Squad Racing. Uh, I'd say recently we have winner of the Victorville Road Race. You can get closer to that. You don't have to sit there and squint. Oh, I'm squinting. <laughs> I got to take as many, as many plugs out of him as I can. Because we, really, we didn't really ride Man, together I today. Yeah. I brought my gloves. Dude, yeah. you get work today. Ladera Ranch winner. Uh, Carson CBR winner 2017, Chuck Pontius winner, list goes on and on. Uh, so our guest today, special guest, but might be a reoccurring, so you might not be so special on our podcast. <laughs> well, uh, if you <laughs> if you talk to my friends, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I might have half an extra chromosome. <laughs> this is uh, at well, uh, we call him Colin Full Stack. His real name is at Crit Boss. Yeah, Patrick to you, Boss. So, so you is. don't know about whole, the whole Colin. So no. going, going back to a TV series that we watch, what you do, in, what we do in the shadows, mm-hmm. is, a, is a big series that we always watch and we laugh about. It's these vampires. Well, one of the vampires is a. Um, He's an energy vampire. Energy vampire. Okay. So he drains everybody. <laughs> so that, okay. that came about when I see where this we're, is going. We're riding in the back of the uh, the group, right? And somebody asks you a question, and you start going on. And this this answer went for like ten minutes, and we're like, "That's it. He's a fucking energy vampire." <laughs> Meanwhile, you're gaining more energy. Your arms are becoming more spastic. And yeah. we're like, holy shit, like Full Stack. His first name's Colin. Colin Full Stack. Okay. And the Full Stack is obviously from Four Days of Fitness. The day you didn't show up, you, yeah. you gave us a photo of fucking pancakes. pancakes. Right, right, <laughs> yes. right, right. Yeah. So we just merged the two together. Yeah, well, so. it's like, well, it, well, thank you for the introduction. Um, and I know it's kind of an incomplete thing because it's <clears throat> funny, you have a, a big history in racing bikes and and what i always appreciate and being new to the sport is i love how and you do it in a really cool way is as you mentor new people into the sport whether it's pace lining encouraging um yelling 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 yeah and showing the importance of bike maintenance because you're always having bike maintenance <laughs> <issues>. <laughs> Well played. When I, when I was getting ready to have my bike uh, put together, we're like, well, who's going to build my bike? And we're like, mm, not Patrick. Because <laughs> we, well, we, we know he, he was, builds his own crap. He was leading me out, and he starts shifting into the 11. I hear, <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy, here, here comes Chia. Right, right. Is the chain going to jump off? Right? Is he torque? Ask, ask Byron, Dave. Byron's the next guy you got to have on, right? By, Byron and I have been doing sprints all season because of yeah, COVID. Yeah. And that poor bastard has watched me drop a chain more times than, you know, a jewel thief coming out of a smash and grab. <laughs> Which is, that leaves us, okay, so now that we're, our, our race season's kind of canceled, we're in this weird pandemic COVID. Yeah. Uh, 
So how have you changed in your training, your approach to riding the bike? And and because you're fit right now, you're I am freaking I am. looking lean. Yeah, you're really driving the pace. Um, yeah, well, it's so. It's, what's your mentality now that? Well, we're my in mentality this? is, um, you know, so I, so I, see, I have a big, bigger view because of all my years of racing, right? And so I've gone through many years of coaching and taking time off, you know, being an adult and then coming back. How you and I connected the dots twelve years ago. Yep. Um, and so for me with, with COVID, it, for me, it's not much of a change because I, I can kind of pivot and navigate, right? And the, the really tricky part I've learned in all these years of racing with good people and racing with high-end people and trying to make a, a, a bit of a pro career till you know, you can't figure out what the pull-out method works or not. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, so you, you've got to, it's really adapt, adapt and overcome. Right. It, it, and that's why cycling is so unique because it's really is a metaphor for life, right? Right. You, you get out of it what you put into it, but there's there's going to be points where it's really fucking hard. Yep. And and how do you overcome this? Right. And it, it's a it's it's really a psychological testament of your of your of everybody's toughness. I yep. think everybody can agree. And oh, I think absolutely. that's I think that's a sort of bit of the addiction to this sport. Like you you brought a uh, a new person on today, and I said, well, I apologize in advance for all the future misery you're about to endeavor, and but. Uh, well, welcome here, to the club. You you here. just you you just got your first taste of smack. <laughs> here here it is six hours later, and my backpack is still locked in their car, and they're still not back at the parking lot. So. I'm gonna start doing an under over if they're on the side of Solon uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Road somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So at a time, but to answer your question, at a time like this, um, it it actually is a bit beneficial because the past couple of years, um, my fitness, especially you guys knowing me, and you kind of look at my resume. <clears throat> um, I don't have early season fitness because right. my kids play lacrosse and other sports. And again, be like all of us. I, I think there's a, there's certainly a, a much more of a depth of, um, the age demographic for cycling. Right. And so you, again, we, you have to kind of tune your fitness. So when people ask me like, what do you do different? What are you doing right now? Uh, especially with how lean I look, I mean, um, I've actually lost, um, uh, in, in December during our annual four days of fitness, yeah. this was the first year I really implemented a, a plant, a plant-based diet. Oh, we trust me. we we fucking hear about it. Right. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Well, not from me. I'm not that Bible thumping <laughs> vegan. Right. You know, right. I hear the, I see the arms waving on those rides. I know what you're talking about. Right. So anyway, <laughs> so, but how now with this virus, how will that affect your winter training if well, it, say the season goes off next year like it normally does in socal we start up at the end of january well there's a all right let me give you a two-part answer to that to, to finish the answer the first question is um with covid everything kind of was being kicked down the the can kicked down the road and i even you know having some uh knowing some people calling like jeff prince and others and i i told them early on you know do the right thing and just pull the plug you right. know, be upfront with the riders. Yeah. Say, hey, yeah. listen. You know, this. Let's talk about this long term. I, I think I'm a little different than most people because I, uh, uh, base, basically, because the world I work in, it's science-based data and and right. evidence, and so I, I I take the same approach with my cycling, right? And so the essence is, I'm the kind of guy that I need stuff on a calendar. I need to car compartmentalize everything, and then I, I got to be told to have a day off. But I know that's what works for me. But to answer the COVID part. I, what I was really looking forward this year and I've been trying to get to, but just my lifestyle is to win a master's championship. And right. when my bud Dave Cosell crushed it last year, you know, uh, he even sent me a, a very nice text and said, man, it would have been nice to have you here. Cause th this would have been fun for you yeah. and I to go straight yeah. up at this. And so this year I was actually holding a candle, gotcha. um, training for nationals. 
And uh, I thought it was a ripe time. So during the off season, I, I knew that I didn't do early season racing, and I hate early season racing. Let me, if I take right. a stance, my, all my flailing like I'm having an epileptic <laughs> seizure uh, <laughs> on these rides. You guys probably hear my soapbox, but you know, pontificating about how there should be no racing in January and February because cycling's a summer sport. Yeah, it's so unique for us. Yeah, it, almost, right, because yeah. we're in SoCal yeah. and we have 300 days of sun and. There's a whole bunch of things we can dive into at some point. Why it is what it is and its evolution. But so that's how my how, that's how this season is kind of. I approached it, and then finally when USAC said, "Hey, let, let's be honest with ourselves and cancel right. nationals." So now we have all this fitness, Johnny, right? And we're right. all sitting around, and it's like you know, group rides have probably been even faster than normal because you we're think, not. Yeah, I was wondering that. Well, because we're so, not racing on Sunday, so I think. <clears throat> yeah. Hey, you know what? Like uh, Sean McElroy came out to our Tuesday Night Worlds last week. And hey, did he make it all the way to the pepper tree and turn around? Uh, I, I no, because he okay, he didn't have like, that big of a gap on me. Oof. And me and Spencer so actually I saw Spencer, him turn around and get Spencer or, or Tyler. I was like, yeah, yeah. Did he already? <laughs> no, no. Well, it it certainly. Felt... Well, you were going slow that night. So anyhow, but go ahead. <laughs> Bam! Le- oh, left hook, right hook, jab, <laughs> right. Right. Tuesday was not Mike, Mike Tyson's punch out over here. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, listen, he 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 kicked me, he kicked me in the dirt for sure, and I was chasing Spencer. I was closing Spencer, but no, did he make it to the trip pepper tree? Because that's another whole minute when yeah, you get yeah. around that. I, bed. I, I and for it, the people listening, they're like, "What the f is the pepper tree, dude?" No. But yeah, 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 anyway, this is yeah. for this is only for our own entertainment, anyway. Exactly. Right. So yeah, um, but I think group rides are faster because we're not racing on Sundays. Yeah, nobody's holding back. And nobody's holding back. It's like, hey, you know, use it while you got it. Fitness, yep. fitness is such a fleeting, uh, at least for me in my years of racing experience. When you have fitness, you gotta have fun with it, man. Yep. You know, um, if you can if you can wield it to your uh, your results, that's even better. Yeah. And and I think that's and I think that's what it you know cycling is very hard, especially if you're going to race and <clears throat> more masters racers. But that's the thing I try to I- incorporate when I talk to younger guys like Noah and some of the other people that are getting into it. Like, look, this is cycling is a marathon, not a sprint. You know what, what do I mean? you think is like the biggest difference between master racing and the elite? Because I coming in like I just started master racing. I think it's freaking so hard. Yeah. What's that for you? Because you've done like high level elite racing and now mm-hmm. your masters. Like, what do you feel is the difference? And I, I think just well, <clears throat> well, one the masters you've got so much experience in. Right, you've got world champions, you've got you know state, you've got national champions, and and the thing is, like I was telling somebody, a lot of your masters guys they're either getting to the end of their career, <clears throat> so they've got all the time to train, or they've already retired, so they got all the time and the money to train. Um, yeah, there's it, uh, John. John's right, and um, I'll, I'll disagree with one portion of that. Is that yeah, you, have, you can't do that on this show, right? Well, <laughs> yes, that's why you have an edit. Bu- that's why you have an edit button. Um, <laughs> you, you, right, you you can do anything you want. You, um, no, it, you're you're absolutely right. You have some extremely talented people um, that are my age, right? That we all yeah. raced pro one two for years, and um, Chris DeMarkey is a great example that uh, he he had a uh, at least from, in, from what I know of, uh, a good collegiate career, and then and then took on the early responsibilities of life, and then came back right. as a master. And you guys, and you got like Phil Tinsman, Randall Coxworth has been a stud. Yep. My whole, I, I R- Randall oh. was a beast in when I was a cat five, and yeah. and you know he's a perennial stud 
Um, Thur so Thurlow Rogers. Yeah, the right. list goes on and T on. TR John Word, and, and I got to race with those guys on Monix and Amgen in, in the day. Um, so, but then the other portion is guys like Fred, who have kind of come up through the sport, and all of a sudden, you know, um, Byron Davis is a great example. Yeah. Um, I've, I've really watched Byron Davis put in a, a bunch of work, and for the people listening, he, he's a, a local writer that's probably been doing it about five years now. And uh, we, were in a, we were in that early St. Valentine's Massacre race this year, a little rainy, and we were chasing the break. A little and, rainy. Yeah, okay. Well, from, <laughs> no. from, from, from a Midwest guy, I'm like, <laughs> when, is, when is it going to pour? Please, you know, if, if it rains, my yeah, results yeah. of winning go to about <laughs> 90%, right? Um, there's only a few guys I got to out-corner and, and out-motor. Um, but the, but the point to it is, um, you know, a guy like that, it, it, I really like, you know, so talking about what I, what I enjoy doing, sort of, I don't know if you want to, I hate using the word give back or, or whatever it is. I, I just think, you know, I want to see our sport grow, Yeah. you know, and, yeah. and I've been in the sport a long time and, and I got it in a really strange way, but it's, it really, some people find religion, some people are very mm -hmm. religious and, and for me on a personal level, Cycling actually probably saved my life, and I don't want to go down. You know, we don't have to go down that road. That's probably boring for people. But um, I mean, it, you had it. Your the porn career was huge, right? It yeah, was. yeah, right. But you know, they they quit giving out money for gay porn. So anyway, um, his presence on screen wasn't huge, but yeah, the body of work right. was long. Well, they're like, okay, yeah, the body works long, but the guy looks like he got kicked Amazing. by a horse um, twice. So with that being said, you know the the interesting thing that I, I love. First of all, I, I think both of you guys give back in such a great way. Not so much this guy, but yeah, no. You do, well, look you at him. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, what's the one thing? Because I, I know you've you've talked about it a little bit. I want you to share with it. What's the one thing off the bike, training wise, you feel complements to cycling the most? As a as a training tool, the gym. S simple, the gym. Now that's <clears throat> that's a cosmopolitan answer, and by that I mean. Cosmo, you know, every month, it's, but you know, Unicorn knows this, you know, oh, every month says, I, right. I love that you threw that word out there. <laughs> right. Cosmo says a hundred ways to please your man. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's every month or every other month at least. Right. So my point, my point on that, I, I say the gym, but there's specific workouts, right? And so it's, it's a body of work. I've been very lucky that I, I have a specific program that uh, was, I worked with, with Butch Ditton actually years ago. I used to ride and train with him when he was still here in California. Um, and a, a tremendous you know, has just a clothing rack full of national jerseys on yeah. the track. And um, anyway, it what it really was, it was it was written by Brian Thies, and it's a, basically a circuit program. But my point to that is that what I had learned was that our, our, our muscles that we use on our bike are actually really overworked, and our recovery time is not the same. So the counter muscles, the counter balance is, is weak. And so for me specifically, um, I'm a big proponent of the gym because um, years ago after bad back injuries and create, you know, crashing at super week decades ago and just the wear and tear, I, I was a candidate for surgery and I actually started doing uh, Bikram yoga. And it's basically the hot yoga. And, and there's variations of it, you know. And if you watch HBO, you'll never call it Bikram yoga yeah, again. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and if you listen to the Stern show, yeah. it's a riot how they, uh, Howard dismantles that interview in, in hysterical <laughs> fashion. Look into the future. But anyway, um, so Bikram yoga actually w was, I, I tell anybody, if, if you want to be incredibly strong in ways that you hadn't felt before, that translates not just to the bike, but to even everyday lifestyle and feel a little bit better um you know try bikram yoga it's the hardest 90 minutes i've ever done in and and what it really how it translates to to cycling and i think uh bmc has said this also because we've talked about this um 
is uh, that hot Bikram yoga, it, it's, con- it's constant on you all the time. Right. So yeah, yeah. cycling is a lot about learning to be comfortable in a very uncomfortable world, mm-hmm. right? You know, you're at, you're totally. at sub-threshold, you're holding high intensity, and that yoga does the same thing, but it does it all for core. So long answer to the short question yeah, yeah. is, what's the one training tool uh, I think everybody can benefit from is the right program. But, but that's also very specific per rider and per person and, and fitness level. And yeah, that kind of makes sense because I think the, you know, obviously you've, you've talked to us about uh, yoga and hot yoga. And it seems like the thing that I see in your writing style is to be able to hold that really tense TT position, right? Mm-hmm. Like you have this, this, when you go into that position and I see, okay, it's like, okay, he's going to be turning it on. And John, John Abate used to call it the praying mantis position. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, well, you know, it's kind of funny and, and yoga actually for, for my particular writing stuff. And this is something that everybody I think has to work on. And that's the unique thing about cycling too. It, it it's like being a race car driver, right? Or any, it, to me it's a very, I, I grew up poor, right? And I always believed somewhere in the back of my head I could be a, a fantastic motorcycle, like a Jason Curtis, you know, or a race MotoGP. Or right. I, I had addiction to speed and yeah. mechanics, right? And so cycling to me is a, the most basic, basic form of motorsport. Yeah, yeah. And so back to how your body fits, you're the motor that's you're the motor that goes out and buys that chassis, right? And then you upgrade everything. Yeah. Now you got to get, but you got to fine tune the motor. So for me specifically, that air quote uh, abate used to call the calls the praying mantis. I have a weird spine from accident, so my L four and L five aren't very flexible, and just my anatomy. If you look at the back, my back doesn't curve. You sit a little. I sit cockeyed. Yeah, I'm a yeah, little, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I thrash my body. You know, through through our youth, through my youth. So, I thought it was just time in West Hollywood. Right. That's what John was saying. Right. Well, when you got to walk with a Santa Monica Boulevard has done a number on yeah, that. Hey, listen. You know, people are going to hate this podcast. Oh man, boy, we are going to be social media scrutinized. Like, those. so is, do you, would you say then <clears throat> off that? Like, do you consider yourself as a writer? Do you consider yourself a TTer or a sprinter? Like, no, no. I, I saw that in in the kind of the pre questions. And um, the the term is roller. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah that's, that, that's me. I, I'm not, I'm not a particularly a great time trialist. I'm not particularly a great sprinter. Yeah. Um, I, I re- I'll say you're a great. You, we won, you a, are t- a, great we won a TT uh, championship together. Yeah. I, team no, time I, trial. I've I've. Uh, I, I, I think that was more I, uh, Nick and Matt doing something. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys oh, were just there. Right? I love that. They I just said needed it. a third hey, and fourth. Right? I set right. him up for that one. Right, dude, I love it. He just, he just oh, needed oh, our two ages in there, oh, right? right. Oh, okay. Only the local guys will get that joke. Right, right. right. So, um, yeah, no, listen, I've, I, I won a TT championship with Kirk Bausch and, because that guy is, uh, you know, he's superhuman. Um, I've never been able to win an individual, but when you're finishing next to... Tinsman and Cosell, that that's quite an honor, oh, yeah. you know, um, because th- those guys are just, you know, they're, they're national yeah. and world championship guys. Uh, so myself, uh, you know, I, my nickname for years in the Midwest, um, uh, a, a good friend and, and his dad was like a surrogate father to me. He just called me donkey. Because I was a fucking workhorse. No, you don't want to tell us that. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> You'll go pull now. Right, get to work. Yeah. Um, so, I, you know, as, as a... I've had VO2, uh, VO2 max tests. I, I have a VO2 uh, of almost 68, and that's just genetics, right? Yeah, so I, yeah. I, have, I have an ability to really do well. My f- I burn fuel well, but more importantly, I recover. And so yeah. I've learned over the years, you've you got to do what gets you to the dance. So I'm a big believer. I'm, you're only as strong as your weakest link. 
and um, and practice, 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 practice. And 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 I, I I've had some good compliments through through my years of, of riding and coaching, and then being coached. Um, guys like uh, Neil or uh, Zach or Adam, you know, uh, I I have a nose for the breakaway. So in t- in terms of racing, my success has come from having a unique ability to read when a breakaway is going but it's again it's that time on the field right Right. i mean it's repetition 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 and that's why when i'm out on group rides you know uh, we we joked earlier like i bark at people i tell people what to do but i want everybody to have that experience right right and that experience gives everybody that ability like today's ride was probably one of the best group rides i think we've had in probably about a month but really where we keep the group together and everybody's the, the guys that normally don't make the, the group and, and you know, the, the, I'm sure the people listening to this understand what we're talking about. You know, I always call it water finds its resting place, right? Right. The, the, the group groups will separate, especially like that. So everybody yeah. kind of gets that experience of like, hey, I normally am not at the back of this group, but we've yeah. all been there at some point. Right. Like we've all been, you know, shut out the back, yeah. um, you know, hanging on for dear life. Yeah, You're John on the... was nowhere near the front. Oh, well, well, what else? And, <coughs> right. Kelly was saying this was the that was the first time that she had made it to the store with the front group in two and a half years. Wow. Which I find her. hard to believe because she's a very, very strong yeah. rider. Yeah. But you don't Absolutely. you don't realize it splits up that much. Well, Kelly's a, you know, Kelly's a really good example <laughs> of and this is the most fast. Gosh, she's such a good descender. She was like you and her. Like I'm just she like, was ripping it up. Yeah. I um I was looking at my cameras from our ride on on Sunday, our mm-hmm. gravel ride, and um, she was yeah she was following Jason Judy, yeah. and and Jason was just doing what Jason does. I mean he's ridden that you know God bless that guy man. I mean he's put in two years of labor to groom that trail, mm. and so I actually felt really happy for him because he kind of like got to you know mentor us all through it. But anyway, my point was on, on my front camera, him and Kelly were ripping it up, nice. and I was like. Good for them, man. Yeah, she, you know, and, and that's the great part of cycling. Somebody like her has yeah. gotten kind of bitten by it, and all of a sudden, she's neck deep in it. And she, we have some extremely. She's a state champion. Yeah, yeah. Our, our cycling community out here has grown it, huge oh, in the last. I, I got to tell you, I'm I moved here in '99, actually to this valley, and then moved to the to Woodland Hills and Redondo Beach. And I gotta tell you, I've always ended up sort of riding here. It's very weird how the universe has put me here in this valley, but where I And in this room, actually. Yeah, that is extremely strange. This is like bizarre (laughs) world. I'm looking at uh, the Strava from today's ride. Yeah. And like Kelly's like, first time to act in with the A group. Like, it's just like everyone's like PRs and like cups. It was just like... Well, see, that's what's fun. So off. now if everybody had PRs today, right? And, right. and people were able to go... And we deep. had a headwind, too. Yeah, but we got to have a goddamn headwind on the way back, I know. didn't we? I was <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, the cycling gods hate us today. John wouldn't know because he wasn't... He right. Never well, look at him. He's a, to- a toothpick drafting you know. off the back. Yeah. I was to say he never put his nose in the way. Right. <laughs> well, some of us are racing tomorrow and others are going up to Santa Barbara yeah. shopping for a new dress. So... <laughs> I'm gonna be sitting. You know, I'm gonna have a, a nice latte while you guys are freaking baking in 105 heat, cha- you know, like pounding each other you know in the crotches for no reason. That's what it takes to get fit. Yeah. Yeah. You know the desire. You said sometimes you didn't, you, you didn't know how to win that sprint. Sometimes it's wow. uh, it's those kind of days wow. where you have to go out there and suffer. Yeah. And you find your boiling point, and you hop into that room, and you stay there for a, a maximum amount of time. That's nice. That's and, nice and you hear. come out the other side. Hold on, let me make, make some notes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's the same water that softens a carrot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from so from Spy, where did you go to? Did you go? Was it? You uh, know, it's funny. So uh, that Spy team existed, and uh, what was interesting, they had, they had a lot of talented, you know, t- again, talented. 
right. I, I always think that we a lot of people we all think we're better than maybe what we really are uh but that's you know ego or id or whatever you want to call it but uh, anyway um I, I was the only cat one and master guy on the team and they were mainly a cat three team and so then uh that was really my first year back i, I kind of really sat down and my boys were getting older um, I had raced every kind of season, but just kind of half at, you know, when you can, right? Yeah. Because I was so busy with work. I had babies at home yeah. and they were getting older. So now they kind of got into that age that they were in sports and now, you know, you weren't doing all that, you, you know, you weren't changing diapers. Right. And, um, uh, I, like y'all do, uh, you, you put on 10, 15 pounds. You just feel like crap. I was playing basketball at the gym because it was just close to do. And I was right. still riding a little bit. And I was like, you know what? Actually, um, Van, Sean Van Gassen and Greg Mini. <clears throat> Excuse me, Greg Menania called me and said, Hey, MMX is putting his team together. So, rode for Spy that year. And then, just during that season, kind of being the freelance guy I, I know how to be, um, I was putting up results because I was basically riding for myself. So, for me, it was easy because uh, Surf City was in the mix. Um, you know, I, I, I knew who the players were right. already. Um, and, and actually, it was kind of funny. Um, those, you know, Anthony Galvin, Chris DeMarkey, the usual suspects. Um, so I, I just had gotten some results and uh, kind of um, I, I used to have fun because I was freelance. Actually, this is how it, I ended up getting to Surf City. So I spent one year with Spy and then I went to Surf City. I used to have a lot of fun because it, like today, Fred, I would roll up through the field and I'd look at Sharon because I kind of knew because I, I knew Mark Scott really well. He was from Chicago and he's a stud. He's right. multi-time national crit champion. He, him and Randall were two guys I was always chasing yeah. and learning from on group rides in the Midwest before they moved out here. And um so I, I knew, you know, those guys and some ex-labor guys, those guys, those guys were the master team in the days when, when I first moved here to California. Right. Um, so I actually, it, a couple of specific races, you know, uh, there'd be a breakaway up the road or something going up the road. And I'd be like, hey, Sharon, get on. We're taking off. Right. And uh, I'd get them to some spots or, you know, I'd make it to a breakaway like Brentwood was was a good race that I had a good result. You know, I basically went to races because I was freelancing to fuck things up. You know, I'm like, I know who's all that Paul and Eddie's going to win. You know, it's the usual suspects. Yep. And then uh, uh, Sharon and I just kind of had a kinship. And, uh, you know, Sharon's got a, uh, a, a great mentality and uh, he's a magnetic guy. And um, I, I and, and Mike Fallow called me. And said, "Hey, man, you know, um, and I know in KB, and, some, and then I really like that KB uh, was there already. So right. they already had a team. Actually, Tyler even lo Tyler is our local other yeah, uh, right. stud uh, pro one in the neighborhood. So metal, um, so, so metal. Before he was so metal, uh, he, his hair was still above his ears and um, uh, didn't have a full beard. But uh, he was a young stud too. So th they yeah. had some firepower, and they were just looking to kind of put things. It, you know that it." it the sport was at a very interesting point. So there, there were these super master teams. Right. So you had Monster Media. You, you were on Cal Pools. You had Rob Campella over yep. there too. And, and you guys were just thumping people. And so um, Mike and Sharon said, hey, you know, there's a spot here. Why don't you come out and, and uh, do a ride with us? And there's a spot if you, if you want it. And uh, this, is, this is how we, you know, listen, we're, we're just trying to build a culture here. And, and it was kind of exciting for me again because I was getting back into racing. Right. And so uh, we actually had a kind of a couple really magical years there, yeah, man. You guys we, had some strong results. Yeah, we. I mean, we we were. It was really really fun time uh, because uh, I got back in the sport, and then uh, actually Rob Campbell and I raced on Monarchs together. Monarchs was a, a a team that had a, a just a very brief year or two uh, with some legacy names like Gaggioli, right. uh, Frattini, the Italian Baby Jira winner, you know, Menini, Van Gassen. 
um, uh, TR and Worden were on there. I was on them with their. So it was just so there was it was kind of fun to get back to see right. the boys again, right? And it was also interesting because some people were like, "Hey, I kind of remember you," but you know, you kind of felt like, well, you know, life just kind of happened. And right. uh, so Surf City, we we came out and uh, we we kind of shocked the local you know racing scene. You know, we we went toe to toe with Monster, and and then we finally kind of put it together. Yep. And then it just kind of perpetuated from there, you know, and, and, and like everything, when there's, when there's, a, uh, when there's a, a, a deliberate strategy and Surf City is kind of was the emergent strategy, right? So then when Wolfson Wheat broke out and like, holy crap, we could beat Monster and Cal Pools. And then I, I think we started out that first year. I think we won five races straight right out the door. Nice. And, and we were stacking the deck. I mean, we had Ben Travis, myself, and then we were just, you know, putting the, just laying it down. Yeah. And so it was really fun. It was kind of infectious. Right. And then, and you know, it's kind of very funny. And then those couple of years went and the team got bigger and bigger. And, and then we got some other riders that came out and we just kind of, and, uh, you know, some of the riders obviously leave out of, out of the list, but we know we're, what we're talking about is it, and it, it just kind of ended up almost the breakup of the, right. of the team. You know, the culture, culture changes, things, things yep. change. Sure. And so it came a point that we had ridden together for four years and I just, what I actually heard, and, and, I, and I, I actually heard this, I had riders come to me at one point and say, you know, man, um, especially at Surf City, we had so much talent. Um, you had Kale, Sharon, I mean, you, five, we would finish races four yeah, or five. List, yeah, yeah, the list I mean, went on and on. And basically, you know what I actually heard from the field? And some, this is where my, my mindset shifted in, in Masters Racing. So coming full circle back to, to Masters Racing, yeah, yeah. I, I had a mind shift where I heard riders say, you know, man, it's not any fun to, to go race. Because, yeah, yeah. because yeah. You, you know what? You know what it, the outcome is. Well, I, I'm only racing for 20 deep, Yeah. right? And, and so, it, and, and some weird, because I've ridden in that same thing just through my career, right? You have, you know, t and, and sponsorship and cycling in the U.S. is very funny. It's, it's clickish, well, it's yeah, cultish. I mean, the, whole, the whole sport relying on, on sponsorship is such a weird model it, anyways. It, well, it, it really is. In and the U.S., it's more of a <clears throat> afraid string, you know? Yeah, and, and even, well, even at the master's level, it starts to become, you know, and, and I almost argue that the master's level shouldn't be like that. It, right. it, it shouldn't be, you know, but, but who am I to say? Sure. You know, so there's, there's no precedent yeah. how, how it should be done. It, and so... Um, and, and listen, and, and back to, part of answering the question is, you know, how is Masters Racing? We, you have guys that are kind of guys who, like me, are at that age where we've come back into racing. Some are semi-retired. Some can do it more than others. And, but then you have this kind of segregation in the Masters field because there's a group of really fast guys. And then there's a group of guys that are like really cat threes. And it's sometimes it's, yeah. it, it's not a good chemistry right. mix because then that's when catastrophic things like earlier this year at yeah. CBR, yeah, yeah. right? You, you have young, I should say, you have new guys that have come in the sport, right? They're racing 35 plus or 45 plus, and they've what, got... What happened there? Was just a cross wheel in that last corner? Uh, yeah, we would have to go back and look yeah. at the video, but I, I think my personal opinion, and I'll, I'll probably get shit for this, but in my experience, again, is it, it's, it's really lack of ability, Right. And so if I put you in a race car and put you out on Willow Springs and everybody knows how to push the pedal down. Sure. But it's 
I think at the point it was so fast, it was so hard for those last couple laps, and in a more inexperienced rider, they start losing. We've all lost ourselves in the pain of a race, oh, right? Absolutely. Those, those, yeah, that yeah, closing one yeah. k is really fast. Absolutely. You got a, a lot of fast studs at the front. We were going full throttle, and some people get cross-eyed, yeah. right? And a subtle movement, you know. Somebody, I think I'm a pretty good bike handler. You know, you you can absorb that shifting in movement. You know, mm -hmm. a, a lot of people, you know, Sean Bagley puts a lot of videos on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bahati does a great job breaking down a race. Yeah. And, and if it's you want to... I was just watching the Sean Bagley one from Thursday night's crit yeah. thing. You're so right. Like, the the last K of, especially a Criterium or any race, it becomes its own organism. And you it does. And you have to know how to swim in that and... Uh, Absolutely. And be confident yeah. in those turns well, you know, it's, you're it, seeing red at yeah. that point. Well, Everyone it's funny is. that you... you here's, I'll give you a little anecdote for that. It, we we kind of joked earlier, and Bahati, in you know, um, Bagley doesn't narrate, but Bahati's narration is very good, and because he's such a track star, Sean does sometimes. He, he does will do uh, he, an he, edit. And he, a he does sometimes, but you know, you said earlier, like I, I can't figure out some of these sprints. And yeah, so, yeah. And some of the best advice I got was from Robbie Ventura, the days of racing with those guys on the track and training rides. There's two sprints to a race, and you guys have heard me say this. There's the sprint position, and then the sprint yes, to the line. Exactly. Yep, right. Yep. And and all those guys know that, and. In that little mass, you're 100% right. Like, at the end, it becomes its own little world, right? And so the, the guys that are up there driving, whether they're lead-out guys like me um, or sprinters like Bahati and Saran and, uh, and, and anybody else, there's bumping and weaving, and, and, and Justin and Corey... Um, they do you, it masterfully. They, they, yeah, oh, really they, good at it. I, I got to say, in, in all my years of bike racing... I, Not that I would watch from video. Right, but I, I mean, <laughs> watching, watching some of the best sprinters in the country, in my opinion, especially through my, my 20s and, and 30s, guys like uh, Robbie Ventura, Roberto Gaggioli... Um, local studs, you know, there, there's an essence to watching these sprinters, the Carney brothers. Watch them yeah. finish a crit. Watch Jamie Carney. This is all, by the way, John doesn't know anything because he's not a crit guy. That's yeah. why this I'm is, not. That's yeah, why he's I'm just not. like, right. it's fucking blank stare on yeah, him. Right <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking notes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> taking notes. Right, right. He, well, he, I thought he was having a seizure. I'm sorry. I just kept going, right? You know, I'm just trying to he, be a good he, player. He's texting me. He goes, what's a crit? <laughs> you just texted me that. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Please don't laugh at it, sir, because you're just going to It just encourages them. I know. I do the same thing at home. Speaking of so, not thinking. Oh, so, go ahead. So after Surf City, is that when you started okay. Hit Squad? Well, I, I actually, um, no, no, it's not. I it's a simple question. I know. <laughs> but, but you know I'm retarded. So. Right. Now we're going to get blasted. Is, it, is there a shorter, right. interesting version of this? <laughs> the lights are starting to dim. <laughs> Two things to your answer. Can, can it be short and interesting, please? I'll take either. <laughs> I'll take either. For two. <laughs> Preferably the first. <laughs> uh, Monster, then Hit Squad. There's your answer. F you. Okay. Um, so what, So you did go to Monster. Yes. That's right. I, okay. I, I actually went to Monster um, and... Um, it, it was, uh, I knew Chris and Phil, and um, they showed me a lot, a lot of respect, uh, and um, it just, you know, again, it's, it's, it's a chemistry thing, yeah. and, and it's a personality thing, yeah. and, um, and you know, what it kind of really was at some point was that Phil got injured that year. Phil had a couple really bad crashes early in the year. I remember that. Um, and uh, Chris was, you know, other things were going on in personal life, and so we, we tried to get the stars to align that we call could be in sort of in the same universe. And, and that's actually, that's really, really hard when you're, when you're on a cycling team. Yeah. And, um, and it just didn't, it just didn't work out. And well, especially going back to masters, you got so many different personalities, you got so many races. Mm -hmm. and, and when most guys have families, it's, yeah. it's hard to make every, uh, 
ever, do you need to take a break and answer? No, that? no, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, what an asshole! You've got, so, you've got, you've got uh, guys that have that got yeah it's right, grinder. right. Yeah, at least swipe left, right. or, <laughs> oh, or right, shit. whatever. It is. Shit! Oh shit! <laughs> so, oh, so, shit. Um, so yeah. So I mean, you have so many different personalities. Everybody has family. You can't make every single race. So when the guys do make the race, they want to get a good result right so a lot of times it is hard to have those guys that know their role and be like like when me and little buddy here go out for a ride mm-hmm. or for like tuesday night or whatever i'm like look you're gonna pull from here to here when you blow up you just pull off and i'm gonna finish the ride and that's gonna be your <laughs> workout type thing i want to asked, have <laughs> what, what was it was, you're like i'm gonna go uh i forget what you said at the beginning of a ride you were like we're going to go hard at this point or something or we're going to go hard today i go when, when are you going to do that he goes when i hear you breathing <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, that happens pretty quick <laughs> that was good wasn't it i think i just read that somewhere before i rolled out the door and i just had to use it on it yeah. <laughs> wow wow so i i i the star, really the stars didn't align uh with me and chris but more actually more more importantly than that it, it actually really was it was jason curtis Mm-hmm. It was Jason Curtis. And, and just for the people that don't know Jason Curtis, Jason runs uh, Birdworks. Birdworks and No Limit. And no, and absolutely amazing. And in, and in style. So I, I want to give them. Um, I want to give yeah. them props. An amazing artist. If yes, anybody yes. needs helmets, cars, bikes. What, yeah, yeah. Sponsor. Yeah. Ch- anything. Ch-ching. Anything. Uh, artwork done. Well, the, well, the guys. Yeah, it, right. And more importantly, he's uh, he's all self-taught and and, and he's yep. self-driven, and so he's. Uh, 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 you know, a really good example of the, of this country's entrepreneurial sort of per- people that are going to build it brick by oh, brick. Totally, yeah, 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 brick, brick yep. by brick by Make brick. Make a note, little buddy. That's definitely somebody we got to get on here. Yeah, it, oh, you know yeah. what? It actually already is. Is it? Really? Okay, yeah, I good. forgot to add him. Nice. Yeah, he gets a little trumpet salute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love the drops, dude. Dude, can you do cookie puss, please? <laughs> anyway, um, last night I was trying to do drops, and I'm like, oh, it's like midnight. And, uh, and, and you're passing out, right? So, so then you went to to form Hit Squad. So yes, J- Jason just sat sat uh, with me, and actually Sean Van Gassen too, and said. Hey, I, I had won San Dimas, which was a, a really big win, win as a master, spe- sure, especially absolutely. especially with oh, yeah. with the, the talent that everybody was, everybody knows I, that I, even I, though it's not living here in Southern California, yeah. right? And, and you and never wear the the jersey, right? That's you just don't do that. No, what do you mean? Like your your yellow jersey, you don't wear it on a ride; it stays on the wall. Because some guys <laughs> wear their winners jerseys on on Tuesday night rides. It's like that is so tacky. You know what he's trying to get? I at. sleep in it. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> fine, but just don't bring it on a Tuesday night World Championship ride. Yeah, I'm not. You look gonna, like a total <laughs> dork. I'm oh, not, that's funny. I'm not that's even funny. gonna go there with him. Right, that's funny. That's funny. Well, but what if what if I put national bands on on my? Can, can I can I wear them then? Yes, that's fine. That's fine. no, that's fine. But that's, geez, yeah, you don't wear the jersey that you. Right. Geez, oh Louise. my God, you're killing me. Oh, yeah, you're killing yeah. me. Um, so you guys sat down and decided. Well, hey, we're Jason put just kind of came to me, and you know, um, in this this is this will be a, uh, a prelude to uh, Jason being here. He's a passionate guy, right? And um, he sat me down and. He's like, man, listen, he's like, let's build our own team. And he had asked me, actually, when, when we left Surf City, and, and actually, he's the only guy that left that came with me from Surf City. Oh, wow. Yeah, he was, so I just kind of had... so funny, like, I, there, there's so much history with, yeah. and, and for me, I'm embarking in this as a, it's, it's, it's interesting to know that there's so much history, not only within the Peloton and, and all the, the masters, but it's also like, here I'm the new guy trying to make space yeah. in the Peloton, yeah. and it's like, I kind of, it's so interesting that you're saying there's this rich history right yeah as that, a newcomer that, it's it's great to hear all these stories and how yeah. 
freaking long it goes. Man. Well, it really is. And, yeah. and I'm just sort of, it's even funny, even when I got into the sport as a, as a bike messenger in my 20s, um, yeah, I mean... I, I, Did you it, have a free hub? The, <laughs> Or just a front break. <laughs> right. No, I, were you just I, running blueprints? Around I, 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 I was. I wasn't that guy that uh, ran a fixie. I, I maybe did it for a little while, and I was like, "This is absolutely stupid." Yeah. Right. And especially when you're in Chicago, crappy weather, yeah, and yeah, yeah. and you're hustling boxes. You know, I didn't do. Actually, it's funny. Probably my last year or two of being a bike messenger, I actually worked for AIG in, Insurance as an in-house messenger out of the John Hancock. Oh wow. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, listen, I, I you wouldn't believe the shit I've delivered, right? And. That's a whole nother episode. Gonna, we can talk yeah, about we're that. We're going to do a, a delivery episode. Yeah, yeah, right, right, up. right. So, but uh, in, in your prison purse. Um, oh, anyway, <laughs> that sound—it's oh the best I could come up with a bell lap ten meter sound. This is it. That was it. That was it. Here comes a segment that requires no thinking. So both of you are going to do really. Oh, good I'm going to be. Yes. This going to be a sprint. This, this is called the ten meter sprint. Why? It shouldn't why? be a hundred meter. Yeah. Well, why ten? Oh, meters? Yeah, why 10, ten meters? Because it's ten, 10 meters. There's ten questions. Ooh. Oh. oh, okay. Bingo. I was, I was like wow. ten meters. I don't uh, think I get my crank turned around in ten meters. <laughs> See. Because you, you drop to, your chain, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, little buddy. Oh, so so you need to answer these in uh, in less than three words. Less than three okay. words. Well, yeah. Okay. Little buddy and I will uh, will take turns answering these. Do you want to start it off, my friend? Food or fuel? Fuel. Mm. Pre ride breakfast. <sighs> Pre ride mm. breakfast. Three words. Well, whatever, whatever you got. Oh, um, oatmeal and eggs. All right, that's good. Hours or miles? Hours. Favorite surgery replacement part. <laughs> oh yeah you can't say penis yeah don't say that because we get enough of those x-rays right <laughs> I'm telling you it's only an x-ray of my knee I can't help what's there <laughs> damn wow. take that good riders I got back here um Thank you. Thank you. he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> so deserve <late>. that <laughs> yes I do uh shoulder arthroplasty no doubt mm, nice shram or shimano shram Coffee before and Chicago Legacy. That's why also. Okay. Coffee before or after a ride? Before. Mm. Yeah. Post. I, I got a. It's got a filter. Post recovery go to. Post ride go to. Three words. All of them are powder. Um, vegan protein, peanut oh, butter power, God. and psyllium husk. Here we go again. <sighs> okay. Uh, this this is a good one because if anybody knows Patrick, we always have this big bet when you roll up. If temperature is anywhere at high seventies or lower, we there's there's a running bet as to what kind of winter wear you're going to be wearing. Now our favorite, our our we, personal we favorite. favorite is your shoe covers, which have no elastic at the top. <laughs> the Peter so, Pan boots. So therefore, they look like Peter Pan boots, somebody that's racing that's off to, awesome. the, to the closest right. theater uh, for, the, for the next play. Aren't I racing to the farthest star if I'm in my Peter Pan boots? Come on. Favorite winter training apparel? My GABA jersey. Wow. Oh, did your headphones go out? Yeah, what happened? Gaba jersey. Oh, oh, oh there you go. This? Good, yeah. Uh, wow. Okay, Gaba jersey. Castelli Gaba jersey. Uh, what's in the bottles? GQ6. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Hey, Richard. Love Richard Haraga. And that, and that guy, by the way, it was the tipping point for Hit Squad. He's amazing. Um, if you could do a recovery ride with any two people in the world, 
who would you choose? I mean, you know, you can say anyone in the room. You said recovery, not train or recovery, right? Recovery, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, when you said in the room, I'm like, well, you know, four more, it's a bukkake. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, you get edit that out. Is this thing on? <laughs> um, uh, repeat the question, see, please. If you could do a recovery ride with any two people in the world, who would you choose? They don't have to be cyclists. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's one of mine. That's oh. a unicorn's answer right there. Wow. Question. Mm. Yeah. Deep what's, thought. Yeah, that is fucking deep, actually. Yeah. Um, any it's two a little people. Deeper than, a little deeper than what's in the bottle. Yeah, Go oh, ahead. yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> right. Um, fucking right. Right. Did you see my eyes glaze over right now <laughs> when you said. Doesn't have to be a cyclist, uh, you know. I was already like Jens Voigt, uh, and yeah. then uh, you know Dr. Ferrari. No, um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of stories, uh-huh. right, and anecdotes, because uh, I, I think that's as human nature. That's an interest, you know. At least for my, my stupid brain, you know, there's a gerbil on the wheel uh, to learn. So, <laughs> I'm spitballing here. Um, to do a recovery recovery ride with any two people in history, anybody. Winston Churchill. Ooh. Mm. And, um, nice call. Well, I think the guy's so interesting yeah. and introspective. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, in quotes, you know, I think in quotes, um, there's, there's a famous thing I read one time. Do you want to go, you want to go get me that coffee real quick? <laughs> <laughs> we said three words, asshole. Uh, okay. The second person would be, um, man, the second person. You know, I'm a very, holy shit, Eddie Merckx. Nice. Winston Churchill go. and Eddie, Eddie Merckx. Merckx. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the cannibal. Yeah. 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 That would be a great conversation. Yeah, if I could understand him. Um, but yeah, no, I think, you know, well, you know uh, again, I'm a big uh, fan of uh, the history of cycling and uh, anecdotal stories. And I imagine that guy, you know, to be in that kind of psychology, whether, who gives a shit what was going on at that time and place, but... To, to, that's a mentality yeah. to win like that, yeah. you know. And, I, and I'm in, in my business, you know. I'm I'm in sales at at the essence of it, and so there's a culture like any team, right? Like any team, there's there's a culture and there's a philosophy to it. And I, I would just be, I think it would be most interesting. And I don't know if there's ever been a book written written, you know, about him or if he would be that kind of open, you know, just to, to have the psychology of that kind of winner. Right. You know, especially in, in this sport. And, and those were some fucking hard. Heart, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. dude, that's that stuff was I don't I don't know if some riders now could do. It. And I'm a big fan of hard man events yeah. like, yeah, you yeah, know, for sure. Yeah, of all the races, I, I probably won some of my favorite are like the Rosina Ranches. Yeah. Right. Because they're just, just yeah. miserable. Yeah. Right. Like and there's a small group of people who want to be just as miserable yeah. as you do. <laughs> and it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wow. So, yeah, I just so that's why I say Eddie Merckx. Well, there nice. you go. Misery loves company, and we appreciate everyone who listened. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's awesome. So we yeah. want to give a big shout out to all our uh, our local bike shops around here that keep our for sure cyclists out here running, which would be CBS Cycling, yeah, Bicycle Johns, yes, we have Incycles. and Cycle, and uh, Truck well, Superstore. Yeah. yeah, Truck is coming. Yeah. I, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Scott Johnson and Serious Cycling. Yeah, you know Fabian. Fabian's nice. great too. They always take care of me when I, when I need the, the super ultra race, fi- you know, fine tune racing stuff that uh 
as you, as you guys plugged earlier, that my bike is always a mechanical mess. I mean, and yeah. sure, not, I'm sure when Fabian actually touches it, it actually works. Yeah. Oh, no. You tinker with it. Oh, it's great yeah, yeah. for like three weeks till I thrash it again. Yeah. yeah it's like, you're like, oh, I got this one by, and then I got a 12 <laughs> cog cassette in the back. I think we can make this work. I got, an eight sp- uh, I got yeah, two eight speed yeah, rings yeah. and a 11 speed uh, down tube shifter. I found these tubes. <laughs> I don't know. We're just going to roll with these. You guys are bastards. Oh, my goodness. Gracious. Uh, well, well thanks, guys. Pat, we're going to have you back because uh, you are a. Uh, plethora of information i don't know about that but okay but thank you this this, was this, this this was actually fun yeah there I, you go. this was entertaining so thank you for being our uh first uh guinea victim. pig okay good I well i hope the plane gets off the ground and it doesn't <laughs> fucking tank into the mountain <laughs> <laughs> especially if you got me on <laughs> we're trying to make this a weekly thing we got some more guests coming oh, in. oh that'll be fun um, where do we find this talk to me so I, i'm going to be putting it up we're going to put it on spotify soundcloud normal places where you find uh podcasts okay and um yeah, we're gonna try to do a little season of it, and um, that'll be fun. Have some various guests. Yeah. We'll have you back. Yeah, right absolutely. on. Absolutely. Quick question: What what uh, what made this tipping point happen here? Because I think it's kind of fun now sitting down with you guys. I mean, you know, talking shit at the back of the bike is one thing, right? <laughs> that was it. Riding on the back, we were sitting there watching everybody and everything. You know that you don't see everything that goes on. Like if you go to like say a Tuesday Night Worlds, and you know how it is. You yeah, get out yeah. on the old road, and all of a sudden everybody starts going, and you start smashing it, and you start seeing yeah. cross-eyed. We had a couple of nights where we just had easy rides, so we were just like, "All right, we're gonna sit at the back of the little yellow bus right back here," and you kind of see everything <laughs> that's tran- the, everything that's transpiring, and yeah. you just laugh and chuckle. And we were like, "We got to do a podcast right, on all this right. stuff." Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, to be honest, like John texted me that night, and he was like, "We should." I thought he was taking the piss out of me, like yeah. oh, he's setting me up for this long chess game of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, which I, I, which like I love it. to do. Yeah, yeah, well, I know. <laughs> well, that's that, that's what's entertaining. You're like, "We're all right." I, I'm gonna sit here about ten messages and see where the fuck this goes. No, and I was like. I was like, you know what? Yeah, cool. I'm going to start writing an intro. We'll do it. And, right. And so here we are. But yeah. So cool. Thanks and, cool. Uh, yeah, um, we'll absolutely. I'm awesome. looking forward to it. Thanks, guys. Right, thanks. Thanks, buddy. Of course.